Hi, you are now listening to Pursuit of Plenty, a podcast where we talk about living forward, finding, reclaiming, and creating the abundant life following a divorce, breakup, or any other big life change. Sharing stories and advice on how to make it through the transitions of life while not losing your fabulous self or your mind in the shuffle. Hello, Plenty people, and welcome back to Pursuit of Plenty. My name is Tisha, and I'll be your host for the day and every day because it's my podcast. (laughs) I hope everybody's doing well today. I'm actually today going to talk about a really happy topic, and it's the topic of happiness. And we're going to get into what happiness really means and all the different ways that people define what happiness means to them and a little way that that I'd like to think about happiness and what it means or how I define it for me. So let's get right into it. I asked a few of my friends and family members what happiness meant to them because I wanted to dig into what does it mean to be happy what do you do to be happy and stay happy? And what is happiness? Because I think that they're actually two different things, but we'll get into that a little bit later. One of them said, I think it's being content or appreciative no matter what, like not relying on people or accomplishments or circumstances to feel good. And another person said, for me, happiness is just a feeling that you have despite everything that is going on around you. Even when things do not go your way, you are always able to find that space where you're like, life is good. And another one said like, not thinking all you need is a job or a relationship or something else before you can be happy because there's always gonna be something else you're chasing. And I think happiness can stand on its own. If you take everything around you away, but still feel like you have everything, then you're capable of it. Too many people attach things to happiness and still so many with so much aren't happy. And those are just a couple of of definitions that I was able to gather. And all of them were so true and so very, very important. And I agree with all of them and I've been thinking a whole lot about happiness and I think in my life I've always, you know, thought about it and, you know, and learned a lot about, you know, happiness is something that is very dependent on other things, like everything in life where everything is all dependent on, you know, your experiences and the things you like and enjoy in balance with the things you don't like or don't enjoy or that are bad in your life. But happiness is literally collective. I think it's built by collecting, placing, creating, and building a collection of your happies. And each happy moment or happy experience or happy thing cumulatively creates your own personal happiness as a whole. And I think that sometimes we get stuck into putting all the pressure of happiness onto one thing instead of thinking about, oh, well, I really collected this happy experience and in this happy experience and 
Throughout the day, I've collected several happy experiences and that brought me happiness as a whole today. And I think that when you balance out all the happies in your life, because we all know that everything in throughout your day, in your life and throughout your day, is not going to be a happy thing. You're going to have experiences that bring you down a little bit. You're going to have experiences that just aren't so happy. And that's just natural. It's normal. We all go through that. But you have to balance out the good and the bad. And the way to, to sustain your happiness is to keep on collecting those happiness. Happiness is a curated state of being. It's, it's designed and it's designed by you. If you're not creating or included in many happy moments or experiences, you may be happy, but not have a sustainable feeling of happiness. If you, by any chance, you know, have so many negative experiences in any particular day or month or year, and they outweigh the number of experience, the number of happies you've collected throughout that day, month, week, or year or moment, then you might not feel so happy. So with that, it's super important that you recognize your happies. Identify your happies. As you gather new happies, like pay attention to that because a lot of times we think, oh, what makes me happy? Eating ice cream makes me happy. I love ice cream. Going out with friends, with specific friends, not all friends makes me happy. Spending time with people I love and who genuinely love me with ease and treat me kindly with ease makes me happy. You know, people that I don't have to like perform for or adjust for, who I can just naturally be myself and 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 they appreciate and enjoy that. And I appreciate and enjoy them. Those kinds of things make me happy. And so as you participate in or create or experience happies, keep a list of those things because those are the things that you can constantly return to and go back to whenever you need to refill. And I think that a lot of times we let ourselves get low on happiness. I haven't let myself get low on happiness, <laughs> not in a long time. Um, in life, sometimes we tend to focus on the negative and the things that we don't want instead of pivoting and shifting towards the things that we do want. And that's one thing that I would like for all of my Plenty listeners to really, truly, like, let that sink into you. Stop focusing on the negatives in your life. Point your focus, point your attention only toward what you do want. Even when you recognize and see something or remember something that you don't want, don't even give it the time or attention. Don't even think about it. Like, stop. Interrupt your thought patterns of going back into that memory or reliving that moment. Don't do that. Refocus, pivot, and head right back into one of your happies or in the direction of something that makes you feel good. Focus on what feels good. I can never say that enough. Focus on what feels good. Focus on what feels good. It's those feel-good moments. It's those happy experiences that will sustain you through life. And if you continue to collect the happies and continue to focus on the ease and focus on what feels good for you, you will have a happy life and you will be a happy person and you will be surrounded by people 
that will become happy just because you're in their presence, just because you bring the sunshine wherever you go. And that's what I strive to do. I strive to bring the sunshine, bring the sunshine and be the sunshine wherever I go, because I am in the business of collecting my happies. And I've learned so much about the things that make me happy over the last few years. And I am intentionally focusing only on having more of those things. And that is awesome. And with that focus, there's intention. Happiness takes maintenance. And you have to check your tank and fill up as needed. And you have to be really intentional about sustaining your happiness levels. And I was thinking that it might be a nice idea for my kids to start a happiness jar. You know, because sometimes we forget. We forget the things that make us happy. And it can be small things. It's not all the big things. It's really, truly all the small things in life that bring you the most happiness. That most, the most sustained, yummy, good, feel it deep down inside your heart and soul happiness. Not that temporarily, that temporary, like, I just bought a new pair of shoes happiness. You know, you're happy while you're wearing the shoes. And then what? You're wearing a different pair of shoes the next day. Like, sink into, melt yourself into the, the happy moments that, that can't be purchased, that just come naturally, that come naturally or easily, or that make a huge difference, a huge difference, and that you can do often enough to sustain happiness. It takes happies to make happiness. But back to what I was saying about the jar, I should get the kids to have a happiness jar and we can collect them, write our happies down on a piece of paper, put them in the jar. And anytime we get low on our happies or we just want to remember something that made us happy just as a quick refill, it's kind of like going to the gas station. You know, when you're low on gas on your car, what do you do? You go to the gas station and you fill her up. If you're low on your happies, what should you do? Go to the happy station and you can set up a happy station in your house. Go to your happy station where you have a jar full of happy moments or happy experiences, happy things that you know make you happy that you can just pull a piece of paper out of the jar and read it and get instantly happy. Happy because Maybe you wrote a memory that brings back happy memories on it. Or happy because maybe you wrote, I like ice cream, and now you're going to go to the store and go get you some. Whatever the case may be, start a happy jar and collect your happies. Don't just collect them in your heart. Collect them in your home as well so that you can always go back and find them when you need them. But we can't survive on memories alone. We have to continue to seek happies, to find happies, to create happies, and to remember that we can always go and get a refill on happies. But happiness is a collection of happies, and they're all the happies are all available to us if we want them, if we desire them. All we have to do is get up and go get them. So find your happies. Create your happies. Collect enough happiness 
so that you can always sustain your happiness. Why? Because you are plenty and you deserve plenty. Thank you for listening to Pursuit of Plenty. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can hear future episodes. Thank you.